Today's second reading comes from one of the shortest books of the Bible, the letter of St. Paul to Philemon. The entire work consists of only 25 verses. It concerns a runaway slave named Onesimus, who was owned by a wealthy Christian from Colossae named Philemon. And one side note here before I go on. Human slavery was an accepted reality in the first century world. It still is a reality for many people on planet Earth. Now we are repulsed by it, as we should be, but then it was an accepted reality, accepted part of the culture. Now some people will ask, well, why didn't St. Paul and the other New Testament writers speak out more forcefully against slavery? Well, lest we forget, at the time Christians were in no position politically or socially to change any of the laws of Rome. In fact, after the resurrection of Jesus, it was not long before Christians became outlaws in the empire and part of a luncheon menu for some hungry lions. Furthermore, many of the first Christians, including St. Paul for a while, believed that the second coming of Christ would probably take place within their generation. Consequently, changing laws and social structures was not a big concern for them. Their advice was for people to make the best of things as they were, since the world would probably end very soon. But it's interesting, in spite of the fact that slavery was socially accepted, good Christians like St. Paul did perceive the injustice of it. That's easily discerned from what he says in this letter. In fact, Paul's whole purpose in writing to Philemon was to get him to treat his runaway slave with mercy and accept him back as a brother in Christ. Some scholars even say that St. Paul was asking Philemon to set Onesimus free, which was a very radical idea for the time. Listen once again to what St. Paul says here. After he tells Philemon that he had met Onesimus while he was in prison and converted him to the faith, Paul writes, I should have liked to retain him for myself so that he might serve me on your behalf in my imprisonment for the gospel. But I did not want to do anything without your consent so that the good you do might not be forced, but voluntary. Perhaps this is why he was away from you for a while, that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a brother, beloved especially to me, but even more so to you, as a man and in the Lord. So if you regard me as a partner, welcome him as you would me. Now, if you're incredibly curious, like I am, you come to the end of this letter and you say, well, what happened? Did Philemon treat his runaway slave, who probably was also a thief, with mercy? Did he accept Onesimus as a brother in Christ and eventually set him free? Well, guess what? We don't know the answer to any of those questions. But we can certainly speculate on the matter. The thought occurred to me in preparation for this homily. Perhaps Philemon wrote back to St. Paul after Onesimus returned. And perhaps Philemon had the attitude about law and morality that many contemporary Americans have. If that was indeed the case, then his return letter probably went something like this. My dear brother Paul, may the grace and peace of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, be with you. I greatly appreciate your correspondence and I thank you for sharing your opinions with me. However, I have made the decision to keep my brother Onesimus in slavery and discipline him severely. I know that you will not agree with me about this, but I'm for choice. 
and I've made the choice to be severe and to enslave him once again. This, of course, is my legal right under the current laws of the Roman Empire, and in my mind, whatever is legal is moral. Consequently, since the laws of Rome permit the enslavement of human beings, in my mind, this must be morally acceptable in the eyes of God. And besides, my dear Paul, it would be very bad for me economically to let this man go. He's a very good worker, you know. I lost a great deal of money during his absence. Hopefully he'll be able to make up that up in the next several months of working 20 hours a day, seven days a week. I have a saying, and I believe it applies here. Christianity is Christianity, but business is business. But don't worry, I will certainly let Onesimus off for an hour each Sunday so he can go to Mass. Peace be with you, Paul. You are in my prayers. That's what Philemon would have said if he had the mindset that many contemporary Americans have. Americans who say it's morally acceptable to attack innocent human life because the unjust laws of our country allow it, and they still do allow it, in spite of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Americans who vote their pocketbooks and wallets rather than their consciences. Americans who leave their Christianity here in church and who live the rest of their lives as if God didn't exist. Dear Lord, my prayer today is that the real Philemon treated Onesimus with justice, tempered with mercy, and that he eventually set his slave free because it was the right thing to do. In other words, Lord, I pray that Philemon actually practiced and live the faith that he professed with his lips. And I pray for us and for all Americans who claim to be Christians in 2022 that we will do the very same thing.